This episode is brought to you by NordVPN. Listen up, nerds. No. Good evening, Mr. and Mrs. America, from border to border and coast to coast and all the ships at sea. What? Hello, friends. Do you have a computer? Of course you do, because it's not 1987. Hell, you're listening to this on some kind of computer right now. But do you have a VPN? Oh, (laughs) what's a VPN, you ask? Well, my friend, a VPN is a virtual private network and it offers two key benefits. Enhanced privacy and security online. But VPNs do a lot more than that. VPNs shield your IP address, change your browsing location, and make online life easier. It's all about safety and security, my friends. But, like everything else in life, it's also about watching TV. Don't let your paid subscriptions go to waste. I use NordVPN to access my home content while I'm traveling. Wink, wink. Plus, secure your connection on public Wi-Fi in airports, hotels, cafes, anywhere you go when you're traveling. There's over 6,300 servers in 111 countries, and you can find a nearby server for the best VPN speeds. NordVPN is easy to use. Connect with one click or enable auto-connect for zero-click protection. And it's got amazing speed. NordVPN is one of the fastest VPNs out there. And with just one NordVPN account, you can use it on six devices. It supports every major platform, Windows, Android, iOS, Mac OS, Linux, even Android TV. I think those are all real. Don't miss out on all the awesome benefits for using a VPN. Go to nordvpn.com ifanboy today for a risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee. The link's in the show notes. Once again, that's nordvpn.com ifanboy. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Um, you ever feel like you really need to get something off your chest? This is this this is a, like a real thing. Like, if you're mad, if you're upset, if uh, if there's something going on, like the I, there's there's often for me an idea. Maybe it's a wrong. Maybe it's a moment. It's it's an injustice. It's something that because you, you keep going on and on over and over in your mind about it, and like that can create anger and resentment or shame, whatever it is. And very often. I have found, I am not a therapist, I have found that when you let it out, when you give it voice, when you say it out loud, um, sometimes it makes you feel better because you've, you've expressed it. And sometimes it makes you realize like, oh, this is not a big deal that I've, it's been stuck in my head. So you give voice to those things um, and it can make you feel a lot better. And shock of all shocks, therapy is one of those things that can help you do that. It can help you be able to say those things in a place where you don't need to worry about the repercussions of it, work your way through it, uh, figure out coping skills, how to get around it, you know, find, find ways to deal with that stuff instead of letting it fester. Um, if you are thinking of starting therapy, uh, if anything I said sounds familiar, you're like, oh, maybe my life would be a little better if I could deal with that kind of thing. You should give BetterHelp a try. It's fully online. It is convenient, flexible. It is suited to your schedule. That's the idea. That's what they're going for. Um, you can fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. That's a big deal. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. That that personal connection, I believe, to be super important. Again, I'm not a professional. Uh, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash iFanboy today. You get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash iFanboy. You're listening to Goodfellas Minute 15. <laughs> I know I'd go from rags to riches if you would only say you care. Hello and welcome to Goodfellas Minute, the only podcast that analyzes Martin Scorsese's film Goodfellas one supersada delicious minute at a time. I was going to say litigious minute at a time because of this minute, but yeah, so there you go. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> There's a distinct lack of supersada in this minute. Yeah. 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 It's just the other minutes have really got it 
got it uh, overflowing. Anyway, I am Josh Flanagan. With me is Ron Richards. Hello. And from Star Wars Minute and Alphabetical, I have Pete the Retailer. Hello. And Alex Robinson. It's me. They've decided to finish up the week with us. Thank you. You guys made it. You made it yeah. to the end. Yay. It was, it was only had in a... the last minute that we found out we, they found out we weren't doing Casino. <laughs> so that was awkward. <laughs> <laughs> this minute starts with the people of New York versus Henry Hill and very quickly ends with the mob celebration and Henry's cherry breaking. Yes. A lot happens in this minute. It's a very compact minute. Yes. Compact minute. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, so Henry's being arraigned for selling cigarettes at the factory. I guess that was illegal. I don't know what. Uh, well. But uh, his lawyer, the mob lawyer, is played by Frank Albanese, who was also in four episodes of The Sopranos as Uncle Pat Blundetto. And surprisingly enough, oh, he was the in The Farmer. Yeah. And surprisingly enough, he was in the movie Dead Presidents. Hmm. <laughs> By the Hughes Brothers. Great soundtrack <laughs> on that movie. And other than that, he doesn't have many other credits. He, he, he really it. sleazes up the sleazy lawyer aspect here more than anything. Yeah, like he doesn't need any more credits just for that one shot of him like smiling and nodding. I could watch that. Mm-hmm. I feel like they should just insert that shot into other movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to him, though, looking at his uh, filmography, he did appear in a movie called Rose, Woes, and Joes, where he played Italian-speaking customer. So that was in 2005. So there you go. I got to tell you, a lot of people complain about being typecast as their (laughs) ethnic group. A lot of guys, oh, I have to pay the terrorists all the time. The Italians have much the same problem. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's... But I think they kind of roll with it. Yeah. Yeah, they're all right. I also think there's a difference because, like... When you see like Jack Bauer beating up some terrorists and stuff, you feel no sympathy whatsoever for the terrorists. Whereas we're rooting for the mobsters in this. Yeah, you know what right. I mean. Like, we're not we're not hoping that uh, that they get caught. You know, we're not like oh, it was good. Those Italians got what was coming to. Whereas I think that's a bigger problem with you know other those, those slimy cast. those slimy dagos. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> the opinions of represent Ron Richards, not necessarily the guests. He can, no, he can say it. He's like I your black a... friend. <laughs> you can get away with that. It's fine. So the, the sleazy smile and nod means the judge on, is on the take, right? Yeah. Yeah. I guess yeah, he'd absolutely. have to be. Yeah. I hadn't thought of it that way because the, the judge looks like, I don't, I don't know, I, feel, I felt like he was upstanding, but I guess that's what that have to be. See, I kind of just thought that the lawyer had it under control. He knew, well, you don't have this, you don't have this. You, you, oh, no, I got, I, got this, I got the sense that, that he makes was much more sense. Go, going, oh, yeah, remember we gave you money? Okay, I, let him go. Yeah. I completely fell for the white male patriarchy there. You really did. Yeah. <laughs> I did. No, I totally, I was well, like 100%. I, in your defense, the judge does look like he, he's, he's, got a, he's got a facial expression that either may, maybe he's annoyed that he got paid bought off or whatever, but like there's a you know like the, there's definitely yeah. not a uh, you know they're not all on the same team here you know yeah. and, and well I well. think it's it's like this is the way the system works and I can't really do anything about it I'm not yeah. happy about it but let's just swallow my shit sandwich yeah right it's like uh, yeah. another one of these okay fine uh, let's, let's point one. out by the way that Henry is bad at court <laughs> yeah <laughs> shocking he's he's not gonna, um, this is not I'm not going after the actor here. I know, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and make sure that's clear. Henry just doesn't know what to do, and it's very—it's almost sweet. Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah, he doesn't know. I mean, he's a kid. He doesn't know what's going on. You know, pointing that out again. Again, it's like Luke Skywalker. (laughs) So he presumably gets off, and the lawyer hands him off to Jimmy, Mm -hmm. uh, who then gives him, once again, slides a lot of money in his pocket. There are three. Right. There are. Th- there's a second shot of in five minutes. It's the second shot of De Niro slipping money into Henry's pocket, and the third shot of De Niro slipping money into something in general. Previously, it was a cigarette. Uh, 
Yeah, so you're right. a, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of slipping of money in this. Uh, they really slip. want you to get the point that he is a guy who slips money in things. Yeah, and yeah. that's a. I, I think that's a foreshadowing that that's a loaded thing. Like, look yeah. at that. This is happening. You're gonna you're gonna pay for this somehow. Later. Right. Right. Now, I, I really like this scene for two two things. So so basically. They're walking away from the court, and Henry says to Jim, he thinks Jimmy would be mad at him for getting arrested. And Jimmy goes, "No, no, you you handled it. It was fine. You know, like everybody gets arrested, but you did the right thing, or whatever." Um, in that in that scene when they're talking, when uh, De Niro's explained to him what the the two most important things before he mm-hmm. goes, Henry Henry looks away and he goes, "Look at me." <laughs> I wrote <laughs> very, I wrote Jimmy's sustained eye contact. Yeah, 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 yeah. and even and he tells Henry. Contact. Yeah, and he tells Henry, look at me. And then he tells him the two greatest things in life, never rat on your friends and always keep your mouth shut, which then Henry Hill never does. Right. <laughs> None of them at, do. At every opportunity, Henry Hill rats on his friends and talks all the time. Now, again, <laughs> I'd like to point out that now you are sympathizing with the gangsters. <laughs> I just want to. There's another one. That's our. If that's our drinking game. Well, I just game. thought it was ironic that this is this is the key moment where this is laying down the rule of this life. Well, okay, well, 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 but let's go back to the logic of this rule. Let's yeah. let's let's look at at how Jimmy phrases it. Yeah. The two greatest things <laughs> in life, not rules. Greatest <laughs> things. <laughs> that is that is pretty substantial. Yep. <laughs> I love that this 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 minute. This is a very full minute. There's a ton yeah. here. We get we get a lot of like a massive onslaught of mob rule information. Like there's a lot of things that are happening there. It doesn't even matter what happened in court. Yeah, like right. it's oh, yeah, exactly. so yeah, yeah. succinctly handled. Lawyer smiles. Whatever that's taken care of. That's not the important thing that's happening the, the, here. Again, it's like the, like the fifty dollars in the wallet of the truck driver. It's mm-hmm. like it's it's like it's. It's assume that the audience will understand and just move on. You know, like we're we're it's less about what is happening and rather what the what that conversation between Jimmy and Henry is. You know, the focus mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. Isn't don't rat on your friends and always keep your mouth shut. Basically, the same advice. Well, one is <laughs> no. covered by the other. I think. Right. right. If, you, so if you're keeping your mouth shut, you can't rat on your friends. Right. He'd be much more efficient if he just said the one thing is this. That's what that's what uh, Henry should have said. It's like, it's, like a, it's like a, it's it's like a logic game. Yeah. yeah. Never rat on your friends and always keep your mouth shut. If you always keep your mouth shut, you won't rat on your friends. Yeah. yeah, so that's how you get the fox over to the other shore. The doctor right. is the woman. Yeah. I just find it hysterical because in real life, Henry Hill had the biggest mouth and continued to until the day he died. Like, I just love that. Like, this is the pivotal moment of the advice of his life, he and he just yes, ignored but, it. But he didn't have the biggest <laughs> mouth until after this, this life was over. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was, that's the deal. In the life, he was totally that he did his stint. Mm-hmm. Uh, presumably that whole thing but after this life was over then he wasn't in it so those rules didn't apply anymore yeah you could look at it that way should you want to yeah. okay so <laughs> this is, I, I have a feeling we're gonna say the same thing now <laughs> so after this um oh, wait can i just say one more thing yes. about the, the when he says uh look at me you know he makes a point of saying that it's an interesting comparing that to the first time they meet yes. when when he when henry seems purposely being avoiding eye contact but this time he's like look at me you well, know as, like, a, as a as a sort of end point uh, you know that is when he first met jimmy then they go through a very quick week long as we did it trial by fire and then this really is the you know he breaks the cherry i mean that's like this is right. it. he's in now yeah right uh everybody gets pinched so now they now, can see eye to eye right yeah. right that's a good. That's equals. A, well, equals. I mean, yeah. I mean, even Jimmy, Jimmy, when he gives him the money, he goes, "Here's your graduation present." 
Yep. Like this mm-hmm. is mafia graduation or or, ma- right. or it doesn't exist, but hypothetically, this is their graduation. This it's is, like you're going to get arrested at some point. It's how you deal with it that defines you. It's yeah. legitimate businessman graduation. Yeah, exactly. Like exactly. The hits were just business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all they the were. Hits keep coming. <laughs> okay. So we, we walk out in the other room and who's who of the well, Mario crime family have shown well, yeah, up? That's what my thought is like. They're at a courthouse. Like, this is a continuing are... theme. <laughs> you thought the pizza place was bad. <laughs> Why are they all there? Hey, let's have the entire crew go to where okay. all the police and lawyers are okay. that want us. Okay, wait, wait. I want you to back up now, and I want you to imagine the person responsible for telling everybody to show up and what time. <laughs> <laughs> Some kids running around East New York. Yeah. Spider. Yeah, yeah. Oh, probably, yeah. Spider's He's a or the, whatever the equivalent of Spider at yeah. that juncture would be. It's Tommy. And, and apparently, apparently Tommy's still in the yellow-shirted suit. So Tommy this is all one. like, is this the same day? Like, did Henry spend the night in jail? Like, they scrambled to get to the courthouse for the arraignment. I think same day. Yeah. But, but it was sun, It was sunset in the, when they were selling the look cigarettes. At, look, how, look how happy they are. Yeah, they are. Maybe they were selling it in the morning. Maybe that was golden time. So, personal fun fact, when I watched this movie... I did not know what the term you broke your cherry meant. Mm. And so he said that, and I was like, what does that mean? That was awkward. Did you have to ask then, your, your dad? When, no, no, God, no. Smoke up, son. God, no. <laughs> no, I think at some point, me and my friends, I, I said, I was like, what does that mean? And so, then yeah. they explained it. Yeah, so, but yeah, so naivete of a young Ron Richards at age 14. So there mm. you go. Speaking of, uh, the uh, television edit of this part, uh, the mm-hmm. line doesn't say you broke your cherry. It's... No more virgin. <laughs> I guess they got really? the spirit of it. Yeah. 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 No more virgin. It's like it's it was like translator. The, yeah, exactly. I was going to say the same thing. It's like a, you know, the foreign equivalent of that. You know, they mistranslated it through, uh, you know, Google Translate or something. There's no, no more virgin. There's, there's no way. Yeah, it actually does sound like there's no way that that matches up with the lips. No, <laughs> it's not. not. That's not how that goes. Look how happy they are. They're How happy so is Paul Sorvino? So happy, yeah. Why are they there? Fifteen of them. It's the entire crew. Well, he did break his well, cherry. I mean, they made, made this whole right. thing about how he didn't talk to anybody. Yeah. He didn't. He he made sure he only talked to Tootie. He would only see people one on one. Unless they need thirty-five of his closest gangster friends to show up at <laughs> court at the well, courthouse at the courthouse. <laughs> well, I think they did kind of establish the fact that they were kind of. Like untouchable at this point. Like, yeah, or, did they have that, you know I mean? that hall to themselves? <laughs> like, did they have to talk to a secretary and be like, "We need to make sure this is blocked off." <laughs> we're, gonna, we're planning the whole surprise thing after you let him off, right? Well, I mean, anybody who walked through, they were just like, "I'll give you twenty dollars to leave." Sorry, private party. <laughs> twenty dollars in nineteen fifty-six money was uh, <laughs> right in seventy-six. <laughs> we, already, we did that already. Is our mystery gangster in the group? I don't see him in this shot. Uh, this this scene continues into the next minute, and I'm I'm, I'm looking for him in the next minute. Uh, presumably he's there, but like I, I don't see him. Like right it now. would matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no more. He's virgin. a he's a ghost. So. <laughs> well, this seems like a great place to uh, to break for the weekend. I mean, he, he broke his cherry, he graduated, and now we're gonna move on to the mafia life that and doesn't exist. You know, he's yeah. in. Anything else for these minutes? Not specifically for these, but while while we're here, yeah, I want, you, you better get it out. Have you guys seen the uh, ESPN uh, special? What is it called? I'm almost sure I have. Oh yes, yeah, playing the, the, for the mob. 
Yeah, oh, yeah, yes, I have. yep, yeah. Which yeah, it was all about the stuff that not in this, but the point shaving Boston College. Uh, well, that was yeah. I I loosely referred to it on a previous episode before you guys came on, where we were talking when we were talking about the background of Henry Hill and and mm-hmm. how he got arrested and then went to witness protection program and then worked with Pileggi on the book. And I I briefly mentioned I said how he got arrested is a whole other story, and that's what the ESPN documentary is about. So which this is, is the basic, whole part of the the yeah. book wise yeah. guy that that didn't make the movie, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, the whole point shaving, the whole point shaving deal. But later in the movie, and we'll highlight it, there is a reference to it in Goodfellas. Yeah, right. Yeah, I was working on this point shaving thing in Boston, but that's not the point. You know, like. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. There's, so there's a whole Henry Hill ESPN documentary, which is crazy. Yeah, it was really good too. It was it was enjoyable. Yeah, Leota. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, right. Yeah, I feel bad for Leota's connected to him forever. You know, yeah. <laughs> I have a feeling that if you're Ray Leota and the phone rings. And it's Henry Hill. You're like, well, there goes the day. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what hey, do you Henry. need? I recently, I recently watched the history of the mob thing that AMC did this summer, the, okay. the Lucky Luciano thing, whatever. And it was narrated by Leota. And I was like, and you could hear the disdain in his voice. You, you can hear it in the, in the <laughs> yeah. 30 for 30. He's just yeah. like, here we yeah. go again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dances with wolves. <laughs> <laughs> so any other final thoughts on Goodfellas before we bid, bid adieu to you guys? There's so many great scenes in this movie. Obviously. All the great scenes. All yeah, the great all scenes. The great scenes. Yeah. Like I was trying to think if I if I had to come back, what scene would I want to come back for? And there's so many. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Every minute that we have done so far, we're like, well, this is a great minute. Yeah. 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 And so far, and so far they've I, all been, they've all been around Tootie. So yeah. <laughs> I think I would come back for the scene where um, Robert De Niro is trying to get Lorraine Bracco to go into that warehouse thing, and he's like gesturing, <laughs> like, "Go ahead, go yeah. in, go in." That's great. That's something that I, I do that. Uh, the hand gesture. That, that, yeah, that gesture a lot. Well, that, that's, I mean, that, I mean, it's funny because that's why we're here. Like, like we, we talk, like at least Josh Connor and I, Star Wars is something that we refer to on a daily basis. But for the three of us, as is Goodfellas. You know, like whenever I have to gesture somebody to do that, I do that, you know, like and, and you know, and the, and like all these little witticisms and stuff like that all come from this movie. So it's it's, the, it's an important to the extent like I, I, like not sometime in recent memory, I was watching the movie and I got to that and like I had to get up and go to the bathroom and do something. And I paused it and I paused it exactly at the moment that he was making that gesture. So I had to take a picture of the screen and text. <laughs> <both of them. laughs> Look what's happening right now. <laughs> They both so, know it. So we've discussed this on our podcast. Pete is famous for when he's quoting a Simpson. When he's referencing the Simpsons, he'll raise one hand, and when he's re- referencing Star Wars, he'll raise his other hand, so people know what he's referring to. So you, you say Goodfellas would be your? Would you say it replaces the Simpsons or replaces Star Wars? If you had to have two hands, you could only make two references. What are your two? Oh yeah, Goodfellas and Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, those are the two. Yeah. All right. Easily. <laughs> After that, like there's there's the there's Seinfeld, which is probably ahead of Simpsons at this point. Yeah, wow. We, yeah, we make a lot of Seinfeld references. Literally, Oddly. literally, there every thirteenth text message between the three of us is Connor going, "Uncle Leo," <laughs> uh, and it's it's contextually correct every time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. It's a it's a vast wealth of language that one can draw yeah. on. I, I like, you don't have a like shake your leg for Jaws thing. <laughs> <laughs> Shake your leg for Jaws. It's a yeah. fundraiser. Yeah, it's well, like Hands Across year. America, if except I, way different. If I remember, these are for the people who don't know you, and we all we all know each other. Right. <laughs> I'm fast. Yeah. I, I did not know about the hand gestures for the references. Do you actually do that? So you need to have the lexicon. You need to know which hand means what before you know you, right? 
It was mainly for the kind of the environment that we were working in, where enough of us were making these references that, and other people were around that didn't get it. it and feels so, like it'd be easier for them to just watch the movies one weekend. Yeah, <laughs> I think the raising the hand thing basically was saying you don't have to pay attention to what I'm saying now. Okay, right. that's fair. <laughs> this doesn't really matter which hand you raise. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's what I just said was a reference. I know it doesn't make sense. I know that we're you know. Yeah, we're, we're not really we didn't really just come out of an asteroid field. I'm just saying that because of this movie. <laughs> so here's my hand. One thing's for sure. We're all going to be a lot thinner. <laughs> <laughs> so I believe that that will do it for minute 15. Unless there's anything else to add. Uh, no. Have you guys read the book? Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. Okay. Several times. Yeah. I think good. I might go read the book. Right yeah. now. It's a good, quick, fun read, too. So yeah, uh, definitely. You can come back on Monday for minute number 16. Uh, all right. We'll then. be here. Uh, check out. We can't get rid of these guys. You're a real jerk inviting these guys on. We're like, uh, we're like Maury. We're like Maury. <laughs> Ten fucking episodes we wasted on these guys. <laughs> uh, who loves you more than we do? Until then, check us out on Twitter at GoodfellasMin or on Instagram at GoodfellasMinute. You can find all of our episodes at GoodfellasMinute.com and make sure to check out iFanboy.com for our weekly podcast. I would like you two guys to, to freely plug away at what you do. Everything you do, where they can find you on Twitter, your websites, all that, everything. StarWarsMinute.com? Yeah. Or, uh, well, I'll say PeteTheRetailer.com has links to all of those things. Uh, StarWarsMinute.com, Alphabetical.com. NerdGeekDork doesn't really happen anymore. And possibly some new things coming up, but... uh, Ooh, tease. A little bit of a tease there. And Alex has a new book coming out. Yeah, I guess I should mention that. I have a new book out coming, a graphic novel called Our Expanding Universe. It'll be out from Top Shelf Productions in November. Excellent. I've read that. It's good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know what? You're here. If people are listening and they haven't listened to the shows, Alex is one of my favorite cartoonists out there. And and now it gets gets weird. And now it gets weird. Very excited about about new work and how that gets to hit hit the road. So, you know, you're this whole other thing, but people should definitely know that Eisner Award-winning graphic novelist is what you are. I think yeah. at this point I'm more famous for being well famous relatively uh, for being a podcaster than a uh, cartoonist. We all we're all well aware of that relative fame. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although it's fun to go places somewhere and they're you're like uh, you know and I'm Alex Robinson. They're like, oh wait, the cartoonist and like places that do know you. It's fun to see them get excited when they do know you. Mm-hmm. It was fun walking around Star Wars Celebration because you know whenever I go to like a comic book convention, I have a vague feeling of nausea the entire time, but. At Celebration, I was totally relaxed and enjoying myself, and it was fun. So mm-hmm. uh, we'll, see how, we'll see how long that lasts. <laughs> Every time I go to Celebration, it'll get slowly, you know, more. Yes. Anyway, but thank you for your kind words. No problem. Uh, and and I, I suppose uh, that's all. So uh, thank you, and we will see you next week on the Goodfellas Goodfellas Minute. Minute. Or will I go? From a rags to return, my fate is on.